The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. What's up, bud? Hey, how's it going? I'm in, uh, I'm in studio today with Alex. Uh, Alex uh, and I have uh, created a friendship over the last couple of years. Yeah, and uh, he's lived in Illinois most of his life. Uh, yeah, started in Michigan, then okay. lived uh, lived there for twenty years, twenty one years, then moved to Chicagoland area, lived there for fifteen years, and now and moved in California. in California. So you know, basically, what I f- I thought was a good idea to talk about today was the difference be- differences between the Midwest, yeah, and the left coast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. See how much trouble I can get in. So let me ask you this, just to start with, and this is more just just conversational. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The biggest thing that you found out when you moved out there, what do they think of the people in the Midwest? I've heard flyover states. I've heard a lot of different terminology, but what do they they call us here in the Midwest? So um, it's unfair for me to really say too much about it because we had COVID, right? Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, I was just kind of in my house. For, for the better part of the year there. so You guys just started doing movies not too long ago, right? Yeah, we just got the clearance from the tower to uh, to actually have a life again. So that's, that's been, crazy. It's been fun. So let, let's just stop for just a second. I know I asked you the question, but let's go there for just a second. Because sure. everything that we see in the Midwest is California took drastic measures yes, with COVID. Did. Yes. And Specifically L.A. County. And San Francisco. They had some of the highest totals for the longest time. Now they're lower now, but they had some of the highest totals for the longest time and people were staying in. But really, in the end, it turned out no different than maybe Texas, Florida. New York's a little higher, but they took one approach and other people took a different approach and it didn't seem to be a whole lot of difference. Can you shed any light on what it was like to live out there? And so LA County is like this of new like new york where they have people stacked on top of people like sure. it's, it's just well, a nobody lives festival. downtown right well there's there's people that live downtown not in the in the actual city there's there's apartments and areas okay. that you can go to but it's but not like new york where not, everybody lives in correct the city. so they all live in the outlying areas and it takes an hour and a half to get to la right. regardless of where you live right? right but everyone lives pretty much on top of each other it's okay. the the house the houses are like three feet apart of grass and then it's the next house next house mm. next house so you're constantly around people and they're a million dollars each yeah it's crazy it's absolutely insane wow but the taxes are a lot less for property at least okay um so when we moved out there uh we didn't want to be in a populous area we wanted to be we wanted to have land right so sure. when i moved out there with my wife the idea was uh, first of all i wanted to go to arizona because arizona for my business Less taxes, mm-hmm. nice area, warm, uh, good good population. Hotter. Hotter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my complexion, those people that can see me on your podcast, which. You know, people don't know it's you're a ginger. I'm a ginger. Yep. Um, you know. You burn, don't tan. I burn. I peel. You ever seen Gold yeah. Member oh, from yeah. Austin Powers? Oh, oh yeah. it's a keep on. Um, puts them in the little box. <laughs> it puts them in the box, right? So um, what I, what I, I wanted to move there because I it just fit all of my check boxes if i was going to leave chicago i wanted to have these things to grow on mm-hmm. and then um my wife came out to california to go see my in-laws and she said um yeah 
if we're going to be going to California every couple of months every, to see them, why don't we just live here? And I stomped like a little child for four or five months and said no. And then finally she's like, hey, I'm going to go to California. And uh, while I was there, I bought a house. Mm. I was like, oh. So she's going whether you were going with her. Or right. Not. So she's yeah. like, we bought a house. And so I'm like, okay, well, my expectation was we were going to move at the end of 2020. And we moved at the beginning of 2020. Mm. So we, and we moved the day COVID started. Nice. So we were the last appointment. You didn't know. We didn't know. We yeah. didn't know. Um, so we moved the last day, the last appointment for the moving company for like two weeks was us. And then mm. COVID shut everything down. And especially in California, especially, I mean, we were on lockdown, like it were getting fines. It's not to get to political, but it is a very liberal state. It is. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, Chicagoland area, people that listen, live in the Illinois area, it's, it's not too far left compared to Illinois, but it is. But as a nation. But as a nation, I mean, it's a lot different than Texas. It's a lot different than. It's not as, it's not as conservative. It's more liberal. And they take everything very seriously. They take everything as, you know, dire straits. I mean, what's funny is that through COVID, the probably just like a lot of other different places in the country, property values went bananas. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we... The rich got richer and the poor got poorer. The rich got richer and the poor got poorer. Everyone was leaving LA County because they didn't want to be on top of each other, right? LA County was the most strict area. They had different zones. I saw the mass exodus on TV. They were, you know, on the news, people were just loading up U-Hauls and... Yeah. Leaving town. Right. And moving to renters. Yeah. And they're moving to areas that are like conservative. Mm -hmm. So you're a liberal state, liberal values, and you're you're moving to areas that are more uh, conservative on their values because you want more freedom. Yet all the people that live in Texas and Arizona are like, hey, don't change us because you moved here. Um, But, anyways, uh, so the property values were going bananas. I mean, mm-hmm. people were leaving LA County and moving out to our area of Southern California where it's more sprawled out. We have acreage and uh, property values were, were insane. So even, even this year, I mean, we sold our house. Like someone offered You're us. You're out by Palm Springs. Is that? Uh, we live in a town there? called Temecula. So it's okay. a, it's a, uh, we were in Marietta. It's a wine country. It's a destination spot. It's more of a touristy spot. Okay. And, um, arid, Huh? Is it arid? It like you, it's very dry. Very dry. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so the idea behind that. I didn't was, mean to use a twenty-five cent word on you there. I mean that sorry. was that was a yeah. big one. Anything sorry. over three. It was, two, it was two syllables, but um, so we uh, <laughs> sorry, that's all right. So we 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 moved out there. Uh, we were expecting this was going to be our forever home for a while. Mm-hmm. It was a nice house. And that lasted about a year. It lasted nine. Yeah. Literally a, a year and two days mm-hmm. uh, because we it, tax wise, you had to live it in a year or you get into a different tax bracket when you sell it. Sure. Um, so we, we, when we sold the house, it was like, okay, so what do we want now? So we bought a house. The whole goal was to move my whole family to with us. Her family. Her family already lived there. Got it. So okay. we moved there for her family. To but be where close. was your family then? My family lived in Illinois in Huntley. Okay. But uh, you wanted them to move out as well. So the goal was they moved out here as well with us. And we found, and originally at that house that we were doing, we had to build a second property on there. And with COVID, the prices became outrageous. Mm. And so what we had a contract for was three times the price now to build. So parents can't afford that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're retired and all that type of stuff on unlimited income. So we were kind of in a rock and a hard place of they were moving out here. They sold their house. Where are they going to live? I've got them a nice little casita they could live in for, for temporary purposes. So it was kind of a blessing that property values were, were going up. 
someone offered us stupid money to take it, and I don't turn away from stupid money. Sure. So then we move to unless the money's stupid. Unless it's stupid, right? Yeah. Stupid so, money is better than money that's stupid. Correct. Yeah. And so, so then we moved to Temecula, and we got a house that has, we have a property that has two houses on it. Okay. So now it hits kind of so all. So her of parents our live there. You live there, and your parents are going to move there when the house is done. Correct. So we're renovating the main house to hit our needs. So for your kids, it's great because they got both sets of grandparents then. Correct. They, we've never had that. Yeah. How old are your kids? Uh, 12, 8, and 2. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, so we the were, 12-year-old, yeah. Okay. She's I mean, fine. They're going to be in high school pretty soon, but yeah. the other two are going to really benefit from it. Correct. And my parents have always been very close with the kids. They moved from Michigan to Illinois to live in To De- be with you. To be with us. Yeah. Because yeah, you didn't live that far away. No. You lived right down the road from me. Correct. So, okay. So, so COVID hit. Restrictions came. Yes. Tell me what that was. Because in Illinois, it wasn't like, it wasn't horrible. I mean, you knew that COVID was here. You knew that, um, you knew that there was restrictions, but the people that were essential were still out on the road. The grocery stores were still open. The big box stores were still open. People were able to carry out from restaurants, that sort of thing. And so the only difference was there was less traffic on the road and you couldn't go dine in a restaurant. But other than that, people pretty much just lived their life as normal. I would say that's probably not the case in LA. No, right? it, it was, it was, uh, you were going to get fined if you're so it's out like there. Canada. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. So, um, I mean, we got to know our house really well for eight months mm-hmm. and then finally, could you go to the grocery store or did they have to deliver it? Um, well that, yes, you could go, uh, after a few months, you could go. Okay. They were really pushing the delivery service. What they do in the meantime? Everybody just got it delivered? Yeah, DoorDash delivered, wow. whatever it is. You know, we have a place where you can, I mean, I think Target does that well, here. Well, Mariano's too. here yeah. in, in the Chicago area, which is uh, Roundy's, I think, in the rest of the country. Right. Jewel is Albertsons. Right. So they have a lot of those delivery services. Right. They'll do the shopping for you and they'll mm-hmm. put it in the back yeah, of the Yeah, you car. just go online, you go on your app, you go, hey, I want X, Y, and Z, right. and they bring it to you. Now, do you always get everything you want? No. Yeah, they because they, they have substitutes or whatever right. if they don't have it or they just leave it out or whatever. Yeah, they'll chat with my wife on there and saying, "Hey, we don't have this kind of butter. You know, do you want this kind of butter?" Yeah, you don't pick your vegetables; they pick them for you. But it wasn't horrible, right? You know, and by the way, we still do that. We still order and they have it delivered to the right. house because what not. I what I have loved about living in Southern California though is you can buy so many fresh. Because there's markets everywhere, right? There's farmers markets, and you everywhere. live in strawberry country. I live in a strawberry country, yeah. apple like orange country. There's a wineries. golf course out there called Strawberry Fields, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right off of five, right off the five between where you li- well between I live on Irvine the yeah. and San Diego. Yeah, it's a little bit more west than we are. We're yeah. off of the 15, but um, it's a uh, it's definitely wine country, and so it's it's really cool because um, are you a wine drinker? I don't. I'm drink or anything. Okay, but you know, it's there. Oh, that's right. You're a ginger. I'm a ginger. Yeah, you don't, you don't drink. Right. So we, uh, we, we basically buy all of our groceries. Is your, if your wife a wine drinker? She is. So it benefits her. It does. Good. Yes. Okay. Um, at least somebody gets the benefit out of it. Absolutely. There's no benefit in my life. She gets the benefit. Of course. Well, you did (laughs) live, you did live in California now. Yes. So we, uh, but we, all of our fresh produce, we buy off of, you know, at somebody's house. Or off the street. Really? Because you can buy a bag of avocados for four bucks. Wow. And they're like four dollars an avocado here. Yeah. And this is like fresh I'm organic. I'm being facetious, but yeah. it, you know, 
they're expensive. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something where you can buy printed. Oh, California, I, the avocado capital, except for like Mexico, but I I'm mean, sure it's I, it's a pretty big producer of avocado. I'm not. Right? I'm I'm new there, so I don't know all the California. Like, hey, this is what we're it's known a for. Year. Yeah, come on. I'm busy. I run a I run yeah, multiple whatever. businesses. Yeah, we know you sit around eight hours of the day doing nothing. Pretty much. Um, so COVID was pretty restrictive in California. You felt it. Your kids couldn't really go anywhere. You couldn't really, but you had all the family you needed right there, except for right. your parents here. But you couldn't fly. You, I mean, flying back and forth was was tough. Tough. Yeah, because the mean, airlines were restrictive. Well, when we moved here. We had all the plans. We get the Disney memberships. You get the. Universal Studios, mm-hmm. SeaWorld, go to the zoo. Because you're not that far from all. We're not. We're an hour from each, you know, park that you could ever imagine going to. Um, and couldn't do any of that, which is, you know, sucked. So we literally. What about the beaches? Could you go to the you, beaches? You, After a few months, they'd let you go to the beaches, okay. yes. But not right away. Not right away. So midsummer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, around 4th of July is when we started to, to do So things. everything we hear out here is the government out there was very overreaching. And everything mm-hmm. was very restrictive. Did it feel that way when you were there? Or was that just kind of an um, an impression that we got from the rest of the country of California? Did it feel as bad as it sounded? Uh, or well, like, I, wasn't, I wasn't here to know what they were saying about here, if well, that makes I, sense. Okay, so in Illinois, again, we could kind of go everywhere and kind of yeah. do everything that we wanted to do. You guys were more restrictive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would hear that, you know, Newsom was kind of being like a dictator. You can't oh, go here and you can't go there and you can't do this and yep. you can't was there animosity from the people oh, in yeah. California towards that? So I live in one of the most conservative towns and counties in California. Okay. So I, I And mean, when you say conservative you mean politically. Politically, yes. Got it. And so uh that was one of my requirements for moving there is I needed to you know have people I kind of more associate with. Sure. And so um they were up in arms about everything. I mean, they're, they mm. they started the whole recall, and you know that's going through the process right mm-hmm. now. Now he's fighting a recall because they have enough signatures. I mean, they they went to bat. He was he was dictator. It was, and it didn't help that he bucked his own or or violated his own rulings. It was amazing that a lot of governors who were more restrictive, bucked Michigan, their own rules. Illinois, California, Illinois, New York. Yep. Oh, especially in New York. Yeah, his daughter was able to get married two days after he dropped the restrictions recently. Weird, huh? Mm. Mm. But, yeah, I, so I just was curious, because we would see that stuff out here, and we're like, who the hell would want to live in California? You know, because it's so restrictive, and everything is so locked down, and... It's... it's but it's, I don't I don't the, know if you guys felt it that way. The reason to live in Southern California? Uh, the it's weather's always sunny in 80 California. 80 degrees, and I haven't seen rain in seven months. Really? Yeah. I miss... You know Where what, do you get your water? I don't know. It just comes out of the, <laughs> comes out of the faucet. <laughs> It's probably not a good outlook to have on it. I don't know. It just comes in. It just turn on the water. There it is. That's right. I don't have to worry about where it comes from. No, it probably comes from the Colorado River or Nevada. My guess is probably yeah. Or they you're probably buying your water out of state. Yeah, or it circles in from Michigan, like a lot of other states are starting to do too. Wow, that's crazy. To me, that's crazy. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen rain in seven months. Uh, it's 80 degrees every freaking day, except for in the when summer. When it rains, does it really, really rain? No. No? Not really. You I just mean, get a little shower and A little it's shower. Done. Yeah, it's about done. Mm. It's like going, I mean, it's like going to like a tropical area. I mean, it's like a couple hours of rain and then you're pretty much done. You know, in the in the wintertime, it's probably 50 or 60 degrees every every day. That's not bad. But that's, I Still mean. Still jeans and that, sweatshirt weather? Yeah. it's That's what's hilarious is because here I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt at 50 degrees, right? Mm-hmm. In Chicago. 
Um, well, that's, some people are at 35, 40 degrees yeah. after a long winter. But you got people in winter parkas, in snow yeah, the, Well, hats. your blood thins, yeah. right? So the people that live, people that are snowbirds are the people that migrate from the Midwest to the West Coast. And we've got some friends of ours that do that and family yeah. that has done that. Yeah. Your blood thins. Yeah. And so you get out there and it's true. Like after a while, you're cold when yeah. it's 50 degrees. Yeah. You know, I have family in Vegas. I have family in Phoenix area. I, you know... I have people that we know in California, know you now in California. And right. people are just like, yeah, my blood is thin. We we get cold when it's 50 degrees. We have to put a jacket on. Yeah. Like, you're crazy. You live in Chicago, you get hardy. You know, your blood thickens up, thickens up. You're, you're hardy. You get. Um, I, I I mean, again, it's a podcast, so you can't see. I've built my body to last the winter. You're accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying anything. Because. Okay? Because I've, I've gone the opposite way. I've tried to, you know, and people who listen to the podcast, they know that, you know, Vin, um, normally, who's on here, um, he and I have been doing things to try to get ourselves back into shape. Him, because he was in the position that he needed to. Yeah. Me, because I'm 50. Yeah. And I was just like, it's time for me to be in the best shape of my life. Yeah. And I kind of am. I'm yeah. stronger than I've ever been. I've lost 28 pounds now. I just, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things to put myself in in a position to be a lot healthier it's while a, not really changing a lot of my diet, just a little bit of it, but doing the things on the back end, the working out and the training and doing all of those things to get myself there. 90% of the people there are very healthy, like very Oh, healthy. they do all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, oh, in California, they're yeah. crazy healthy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because you're walking everywhere and yeah. you're doing outdoor things right. and you have the vitamin D from the sunshine. You don't have six months of hibernating with snow here. Mm-mm. You don't have to put on that extra layer, right? And so it's so it's interesting for that. Uh, the other thing that's very interesting about California versus like a Chicago. I mean, it's such a chill atmosphere. Like as a business owner, like we know, like you know, in Chicago, mm-hmm. you got to have kind of an edge to it. You got to kind of have uh, a, a a good thirty second. I don't know a successful business owner that's not kind of a kind of an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I, exactly. Like, I mean, I, in Chicago, not area, that they are an asshole, but you have to have that, that mentality that you can be if needed. Yeah. I'm a dick. Like I can be, oh, a, yeah. I can be a dick, That's but probably why we get along. Yeah. But the, the issue is, is if you're in my, if you're in my circle of trust, like, like, just like you, I'll do everything I can to help, help you out. But if you cross me, I'm mm-hmm. fucking done. I don't right. know if I'm allowed to swear on this. You part. are. Okay. Go ahead. And swear. <laughs> but the explicit language, Yeah, we encourage it. But the idea behind that is like. I then moved to California, and I have that attitude because I've been developing that for 15 and people years. people are all like, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Hey, bro. Whoa. Chill, man. That's not how we do hey, things bro. here. You know, do I you mean, surf? Yeah. Have you done that? Have you surfed while you're uh, out there? No, I have not. Okay. I don't. They're, they're, oh, again, they're, they're you're shark. light-skinned. They're sharks. Okay. So I did I did an uh, episode with um, Girls from the Lights Out podcast, and we did fears. Mm-hmm. My top fear is one of my top fears is sharks. Yeah. I will not. I, I see these videos all the time of people are just swimming in the water in center, California, yeah. and there's a shark 30 yards away because yeah. they're doing an aerial shot, and here's this great white just... My brother, and you're like, what the fuck? My brother-in-law bought a jet ski so he can go fishing 30 miles out the ocean. and On the, a jet ski. On a jet ski. Yeah, retrofitted. Jet, jet skis jet- are no bigger than this table. Right. And and he, so he fishes off of a jet ski, and his first day out there, no shit in you. He showed me a video. 16 dolphins. Swimming right with them. Well, that's cool. That's cool, but but you know what's behind the dolphins? Fucking sharks. Yeah, yeah, or or something that wants to eat a dolphin. 
that's not yeah, a, I've know. seen I've seen guys trying to deep sea fish or out on the on either coast. Yeah. And they catch something and it's a fairly good sized fish and they'll try to yank it out of the water and then and here comes this shark just yeah. takes it right out. I mean, yeah. jumps into the air and grabs it. Yeah. I don't want to be that meal. No. No, I've seen Jaws. I know what happens. Right? Yeah. So My biggest fear is I get in the water, I go under the water, open my eyes and like late. It's like uh, it's like Finding Nemo. Yeah, you know where the big shark was just I forget what his name was, but oh. um, he was just Bruce. Yeah, you know Bruce was right there. Hello, a big smile. Like oh, one hundred days of no eating fish. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure quite. That's not quite the dialect, but it was uh, Australian. Or, I can't yeah. do an Australian accent. But that's my biggest fear. Yeah. Now my brother lives in Marina del Rey. Yeah. Okay. He lives uh, three blocks from Venice Beach. Yeah. And they see stuff all the time. Yeah. You go out on the pier, you see sharks all the time. Why would you go in the water? No. It's crazy to me. No. But I, so I grew up on Lake Michigan. Like I, that's, I'm fresh water. The, the biggest thing you're going to have is what? A bass? Not anymore. They have sharks that swim up the uh, the rivers now. They had oh. one in Lake Michigan not too long ago. Okay. I, I don't know if it's a bull shark. There's one that can, tran- that can cross over from salt into fresh water. Okay. And they swim up, they swim up the little rivers and that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So, I mean- I went on a charter fishing boat. That was fun uh, because I could do that during COVID because it was outside. Could you see the shore? Yes. I've got to be able to see the shore. Yeah. Like if I can't see the shore, that's pretty freaking scary. Yeah. But I'm on a big boat. That's why I don't go on a cruise. I want to see you're weird because cruises are really nice. No, you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. But you have a big fucking boat. Have you seen the videos? Like I'll pull up YouTube videos and I will show you. Wait, like you're looking out the side of the boat and the wave is taller than the boat. Yeah, that happens very It rarely. happens. That's yeah. why. Listen, there's airplanes that crash too. Absolutely. Do you go on an airplane? I have to go on an airplane yeah. to travel from one place to the other. I don't have to get it in the middle of the ocean where there's sharks and other things and waves that can crash the so boat over and then I can get eaten by you're, a shark. You're continental 48 states only. <laughs> That's the only way I you travel. I can fly over somewhere else. It's, <laughs> it's actually safer, I think, flying in a plane from place to place than going in a boat. Yeah, but the boats have all-you-can-eat buffets. What if the boat has a leak and it sinks? Did you see Titanic? <laughs> Yeah, I did see Titanic. <laughs> they froze to death. I go on Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse doesn't do that. Holy shit. So, okay, so you moved to California. Yeah. COVID happens. COVID so happens. So what's the difference between living in, I think you answered this a little bit, but cause I'm just curious. I, yeah. You know, from There's, a political standpoint, is everybody out there, out, and, and I say this from somewhat of a moderate to conservative viewpoint. Yeah. Are people just fucking crazy out there? Like, there's so, some people are just so progressive that, yeah. and I know we use the word Karen now for yeah. people who are like, oh my God, did you, are you going to do that? Are you going to park there? You shouldn't be, you know, but is everybody kind of like that in California or are they, you said they're chill, yeah. but are they very, very like anal about everything? I don't share my beliefs as freely as I once did. Mm. Um, but I will. That's probably a tell. Yeah. Right. But where I live, is very conservative. But you go into other places in California and you see it. I do, yes. Or you, or you watch it on TV mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I, I will say that as, as, a, as a younger person, I'm 35, um, I grew up in a very small town, very, very conservative. Um, then I moved out here and in, in, in Chicago, and it was, a, it was a life changer of different opportunities, different things. I mean, in my town... The thing that we had as a restaurant yeah, was... Chicago's bigger than, than say, Detroit. Correct. Or I lived in a town called Big Rapids, which okay. wasn't big yeah. or rapid. And so we had a, a McDonald's 
and an, and an Applebee's. That was it. Mm. And then no Walmart. No, well, we had a Walmart, but that was later. Um, but here everything's big. Everything was everything. Chicago area, everything's big. Everything's big. So what was nice is that I got to see life change, how rapid it was, right? And the faster pace and life. The faster and everybody's life. got a place to be. I had to go from a very small town feel of we'll get there, you know, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, all that, and everything was fine, everything was chill that way, to rapid pace, to then move out to California where it's like. Where that, especially in that part of Southern California, it's back to a slower pace. You mentioned that for business wise, so I think I cut you off. But as far as business is concerned, do, do people just like if you're doing business with somebody, are you just at their pace then? Yeah. Or like here, if you're doing business with somebody, everybody wants everything done right away. Yeah, like they want no, it done now. There's no right away. There, thing. it's out. Are you just you're waiting constantly for people to make a decision, mm-hmm. or they have made a decision? It just takes forever to implement it. Correct. It's, it's, so they're quick to make a decision, but it's just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, we'll yeah, just, whatever. We'll get there. Yeah. That makes fun. no sense to me. It's It, it boggles my mind because I want, I want A, B, C, D done before, you know, 12 o'clock today. And they're like, right. yeah, we'll get to be, you know, eh, next week is fine. That's fine. Now you have certain people that are transplants from other areas that still like the hustle and bustle. But for the most part, it was very interesting going to, uh, you know, the, the day before you know, we really had all the restrictions. I mm-hmm. went to a chamber meeting, uh, like a little luncheon at a Buffalo Wild Wings, got to meet a couple of business owners. And like, they don't do networking. They do things completely different. Um, and it was, it was eye-opening to see what the different, how they treat people and how they do things is different there. And mm-hmm. it was actually kind of refreshing because and one part of me was like, okay, I got to hustle and bustle because I need to, you know, be successful. But the other part was, it's kind of nice to take a break every so often. And then COVID happened and I was forced to take a break for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got to the point of like October, November last year. And I was, you know, COVID for the mark for the marketing businesses, my contractors were doing very, very well, but my professional businesses that I work with were you know, non-existent because depending on where you were in the country, you were either shut down completely or, you know, decreased a lot. And so, for me, I was just losing a few accounts here and there. They're trickling down. And I was getting to the point where I was like, okay, it's uh, it's getting a little unnerving for myself too, right? And my wife was like, you done with your vacation? <laughs> I'm like, what? What? She's like, you've been on fucking vacation. You're not going out and hunting. You're not doing you adopted their life, their quickly pace. Qu- quickly. And she's like, that's not you. You need to go out and, and go, you know, slay the dragon again. So... I had to find pockets of areas where I could slay the dragon. The how can I ask you this question without sounding kind of like a dick? But um, I have no problem with that. Everything's so expensive out there. How do people afford it? You don't like if you're if you're working. So I used to I used to travel to California all the time for business. So I've been there dozens of times. Mm So I know that I know the area from San Diego all the way up to Northern California, mm-hmm. all the way up to like Chico, and all, mm-hmm. I mean I've been everywhere in California. Yeah. Just about, I've been to Barstow. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, not many people have been to Barstow. Barstow is. 15. I've taken the drive between L.A. and Vegas. I mean I've done I've mm-hmm. done it all. Yeah. But there's the haves and have-nots, right? One hundred. So the people who are working at Walmart and the people who are working at you know Burger King, mm-hmm. they're trying to buy a very median income house which is probably four hundred and fifty five hundred thousand dollars here 
that's a that's a big house mm-hmm. in Chicago. That's a that's a pretty good size house. Yeah. Out there, it's a ranch two bedroom. And now with COVID, that house is now eight hundred thousand. And so, how are people affording to to live out there? Really? So, what I've gathered is, I mean, you don't have that problem. No, I don't. But you know people who I might do. have that problem. Yeah. So, um, where do those people live? Because they're obviously not affording houses. They live. It's generational houses. So that's what's happening is that they're building generational houses where the parents are living with the grandparents who are living with the kids. Mm. And um, how so there's two and three families in a house. There's two and three families in a house. And how California works is it doesn't change. Like Illinois, property taxes change every year. can you know go mm-hmm. up or down or whatever. With California, it's based off of what you purchased the price the house at. So if they bought it back in the 80s. For 200000 that's what the taxes are. That's what the taxes on until it resells. So they don't do, there's not an assessor that comes out Correct. And, and reassesses the house every couple of years. Unless you do like permitting do or all that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they have generational houses, but the other, the big thing that's really happening is called ADUs, accessory, accessory dwelling units. So you buy a house and they just build another thousand square foot house right next to it because mm. up to a thousand square feet, you don't really need as much permits. So if you have the land, you can buy it, you can build the, you can add on. You can add on. Yeah. Because what I see a lot of times, you watch these um, these shows like Flip or Flop, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. They'll have the house in the front, and then instead of a garage, they'll have another house, like a guest house, they in conver- the back. Yep. And they convert it. They convert like the garage to mm-hmm. a kitchen, bathroom, bedroom. Yep. And then they've got a little pool off to the side because everybody apparently has a pool in California. I don't know. You need one. Like it's 114 degrees. Yeah. So, but they've got basically two houses on one property. Yeah. And it brings up the value of the house. Yeah. But I'm assuming the tax basis. Like if it, you do under a thousand square feet, tax base stays the same. Correct. So, so you're gonna have an eight hundred thousand square, eight hundred thousand dollar. What's worth eight hundred thousand, but they might have paid two hundred thousand, and you're paying taxes on two hundred thousand, which right. would be less than what you're paying here in Chicago. Correct. Because what I found is my house. You know what the tax rate is out there? It's one percent of what you purchase the house for. That's it. Because mm-hmm. here in in the area that we live in, it's two point four percent. So yeah, of your value. So things are more expensive, right? Ta- uh, we have the we have one of the in McHenry County in Illinois. We have one of the highest tax rates in the country. In the country, it's on par with Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, it might even be higher now. Yeah. And we reassess our houses. They reassess our houses every few years. Every three years, yeah. So if your house goes up in value, your taxes go up. Yep. And and you're and they're and where the does one, that money go? They're that's the, one, the question. They're the one that decides that your house went up in value. Too. Sure, you have yeah. nothing to do with it. And by the way, that's even in a market where. The housing might Tanked. have gone down. Right. Your value might have gone up in their eyes. Correct. That happened one year to me. Yeah. And I had to fight it because I was like, wait a minute. I can't even sell my house for what I bought it for. And you're saying my house is worth more. That's crazy. Right. So my taxes were going up while my value was going down. So when we were looking at houses, uh, the the mortgage and taxes combo was mm-hmm. the deciding factor of what you could afford, right? That's sure. really what it is. And so what boiled, what it boiled down to is... A $400,000 house here in Huntley, Illinois, was $14,000 in taxes. Mm. Well, I could buy an $800,000 house or a million-dollar house or whatever it is. I pay less money when you include mortgage and taxes together. Than you did here. Than I did here. That's just stupid. Right. So it sounds... Because we don't even have the benefit that you have out there of having great weather. Right. So... It sounds more expensive because the dollar amount is expensive, but the hidden taxes is a little bit different. Mm. And so when you look at the monthly, 
it's actually it actually comes out of headline. That'd be housing. why L.A. or California in general is in such a hole right now because they're not generating enough revenue to cover their nut. They're, I think they're in such a rut because they have too many entitlements that they're adding on to. Okay, it. but regardless of the situation as to why, yeah, they do have a deficit. Yeah, and it's been running up. I mean, they used to have a they used to have a, a surplus. Yeah, now they don't. Right, and the and the company uh, the company the uh, the the country has switched as well as California to a we're going to take care of everybody, which I'm not necessarily against yeah. taking care of everybody, but somebody's got to pay for it. Yeah, not and their if generation. you're not bringing in enough tax revenue to pay for the programs that you're implementing, that's just not smart. It's not that generation's fault where we're, but I can be the good guy now and the hero now. Let the other guy ten years from now. Okay, but we out. did that twenty years ago. We started doing this twenty years ago, and now we're having to pay for it. Now we're seeing the effects of that problem. Correct. Right. People yeah. are living like I told you. My brother lives in Marina, mm-hmm. on Venice Beach. You see people. You see homeless people living in tents. Yeah. All up and down oh, the yeah. beach. Oh, yeah. Homeless is crazy out there. Oceanside, California, where we go to, you know, But that to didn't beach. happen 10 years ago. It didn't happen five years ago. It was in pockets. Yeah, but let's be real. I think a lot of homeless people, too, from other states come to California so they can be homeless in California. And it just adds, it, it may look a little bit different because I can be homeless in 70 degree weather where I can be homeless in weather where it's freezing. Yeah, but it's, it's allowed, though. Like, you can go to other places yeah. that are warm. You can go to Florida. But you don't, you don't see the same problems. You don't see the same issues. Yeah, I, I would, I would say it's just you know Texas isn't having the same problem. California is. Yeah, they have the beaches. Yeah, I would, I would say that um, it's it's definitely over. There's definitely homeless people for sure. Um, I think it's policy. It could I think be policy. You know, oh, we're all inclusive. Everybody come out here. We will accept everybody. Well, you can do that to a certain point before you have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, without going down that rabbit hole of politics, I would I would probably say that um, there's definitely a policy element to that 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 probably could be part of the equation. Maybe not be the whole equation, but it definitely could be part of it. I think there's also people that um, shuttle people to different areas. Well, and you have Northern and Southern California. Northern California is known for its technology. Mm-hmm. Southern California known is known for its weather and Hollywood. Right, right, right. Is it as big of a deal out there as? It seems in the Midwest or even on the East Coast that everything's Hollywood out there. Does it have that feel, or do you guys don't even notice that? Where I live, there's no Hollywood. There's you couldn't care less about that. I don't give two shits about. I mean, I don't give two shits about people in general. So, um, I know. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. (laughs) Um, But I would say that um, status status is a thing that's interesting to me. There's a lot of people. Yeah, let's go down that rabbit hole for a second because I think that's important when it comes to California because people think that if you have money and you live in California and you're famous, you can do and say whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily in agreement with that. I'm not in agreement with either, but what I would say is it's not exclusive to celebrity-isms. Okay. I mean, if you are if you're a, if you are well-to-do, um, people like to show off their toys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally can go down the highway and I'll see three Ferraris or Lamborghinis every day. Every day. People have stuff there. People like to talk about stuff there. How do they pay for it? I go back to my earlier question of how do people pay for everything? How do they pay for their houses? How do they pay for their lifestyle? What are they doing in California that they make all this money that they can afford that? A lot of people travel for work. A lot of them are entrepreneurs. A lot of I mean, I meet exclusively with a lot of business owners. I mean, that's that's one of the things that where I live entrepreneur 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 that's who it is and what are they doing what kind of businesses are they in 
they own electric companies, plumbing companies. They own um, someone's a VP of, of of sales for something. Like it's it's just where I live. It's more affluent people. Okay. So I don't live in an area where it's more blue collar. That's not necessarily that I don't associate with people that aren't blue collar because most of my businesses I work with. So are you're not living blue-collar. in Torrance and you're not living in Orange County. No. Orange County is kind of mixed, yeah, right? Yeah. Half of it's kind of that blue collar. Half yeah. of it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to associate with those people. Both sides of the tracks, right? Correct. Um, I remember that from from the block at Orange. Yeah. Uh, there's a mall that kind of separates the, the town, right? Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Um, Anaheim, right? Kind of another one where you have mostly blue collar. And you got Disney. And then you've got Disney right, right. there. And you got yeah. um, Berry Farm. Berry Farm. Yeah. yeah, right there. And then you got the Angel Stadium is right there. So mm-hmm. that starts getting closer to LA and you start getting towards the blue collar people and the outskirts. But everything's right? everything gets gentrified. I mean, we've seen I mean, what's that show on uh on Showtime with the Chicago one? Uh, I forget what it's called. But it's uh they're gentrifying everywhere. Every every mm-hmm. po- So you have to get out further and further and further to Correct. get away from that. Everyone's moving more and more west. Everyone from LA is moving to Riverside County where I live. Mm. So the affluent people are moving to Riverside County. Because they can't build anything in Malibu and they can't build anything in Beverly Hills and they can't build anything up in that yeah, area because a, there's only so much land and it's all taken. A, t- a two-bedroom place in um, in L.A. County is a five-bedroom place in Riverside County. Mm. Well, then the people that live in Riverside County, well, I'll move to the next county west. I'll take that money that they're willing to get, the stupid money that they're willing to give us, and mm-hmm. we'll move west. They're willing to just travel that much further. Because they have a chance to make money. So, I mean, if someone offered you $100,000 net profit on your house today. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, take it. Take it. I'm not in that position, but yeah, take it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and that's quarter of a million dollars are what people are. are, A house literally was five, because we were looking at houses, right? We were looking at $500,000 houses, you know, whatever it is. And- those houses that were five hundred thousand dollars are now seven fifty to eight hundred thousand, just in that short amount of time. In nine months. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So you'd be stupid not to take stupid money. But you'd have to believe that everything that goes up comes down too, right? Everything that goes up comes down. Yeah. Someone's gonna. I mean, just like someone's the gonna market. get screwed. Someone's gonna take mm-hmm. have the bag. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, you find a, a those people that are willing to take the 100000 All right, do I move to Arizona? Do I move to Texas? Do I move to Las Vegas? Do you think there's going to be – let's talk about post-COVID for a second, yeah. right? So post-COVID, Midwest, West Coast, East Coast, wherever you want to look at it, what do you think is going to stay and what do you think is going to go away? So the changes that we made for COVID, everybody kind of went on Zoom. Yeah. They worked from home, delivered groceries. We've talked about some of that stuff. What do you think is going to stick around and what do you think is going to go away? Do you think people are going to go back to work? Do you think it's going to be 50-50? Do you think people are going to continue to take out? I see restaurants are getting crowded, but there's a lot of people still taking food out because they don't trust being out. Well, just um, for our family in particular, I would say that um, we have never been shoppers. So it was amazing for us to kind of transform our shopping experience to now, you know, buy everything at Target. Hey, you'll you'll just put it in our car for us? Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're going to do all of our grocery shopping for us? Fantastic. Thank you. You're going to have the restaurant for us? Great. I'll just pick it up. You know, we're, we have kids. I mean, we have young mm-hmm. kids. So, you know, those minutes may matter for us. Um, as business, I read that uh, JP Morgan just said to everyone, if you want to come back to work, uh, 
that's fine. If you if you want to stay remote, he, you're he, taking a pay New cut. York, yeah, in New York, he's like, yeah. look, if you want New York money, you're coming to the office. If Correct. you don't, then we're not going to pay you New York, New York money. If you want to live in Colorado and work in New York, you're not getting New York money. Correct. Yeah, so, and I think he's right. Uh, at a certain point, yes. But, I mean, if you can game the... Is that Jamie Dimon? Is that Chase? I Do I no have idea. that right? I have no idea. But, but he's but, right. I think he's right. Well, yes and no. I mean, at the end of the day, you're used to making that money. You're doing, you're doing yeah, the but same you're not, job. But you're, you were commanding that money because you have to travel downtown and you have to come to the office. There's an expense with doing that. And so they compensated you for coming to the office and living in New York and having that lifestyle. And so they understood, if we're going to pay you that, we're paying you that because it costs so much more money to live in New York. But now you're living in Louisville, Kentucky, where it's a third of the cost to live there, and we're still paying you stupid New York money. I think he's right. I think he's look. If you're gonna, we're gonna pay you New York money. You got to live in New York. Okay, so here's here's where I will challenge you on that part. Is I agree with you to a certain certain extent. The business owner of me wanting to pay someone. I don't want to pay someone more money than I have to, right? That's the whole point. Sure. You pay There's someone. reasons you pay people a certain amount of money. Correct. But the same person that took a year and a half off on PPP money uh, of, of, of the unemployment every three weeks, they, they were taking advantage of the system. The business owners who took advantage of the system for PPP loans that are forgivable. Yeah, but that's short-lived. Hold on. They, they gamed the system for that. They took advantage of that. How can you have somebody... Say, we game the system. We played the game. You can't play the game. Yeah, but they played the game for the same amount of time. He didn't say, we're going to go retroactively take your money that we paid you. He's saying, look, now party's over. We sure. did this. You did this. Okay, fine. Going forward, this is what you're going to be paid if you don't live in New York. And I think that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I guess to that point, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's That's fair. Yeah. We're not going to go back and we're not going to take any money away from you because we understand it was COVID and we understand that we've asked you to do this and we asked you to stay away from the office, but now we're asking you to come back. And if you don't want to come back, you have one of two options. A, you could look for another job or B, you can take less money. Right. And I think that's completely fair. And if, if a company demands you to work at an office, then you work at the office. If you can figure out how That's to, where the job was, right. by the way. And the only reason they worked at home is because the state of New York said, you may not come into the office. Right. You have to be remote. If you can, you have to be remote. I can, in my business, I can't be remote. You can. Correct. Right? If you had an office and the state of California said, you have to work remote, you would have worked from home. Correct. But I'm not charging any different because I work remote versus if I don't. But you have, let's say you were paying an employee more money. Let's say your office was... Let's say your office was in Malibu, sure. okay, and your customers were in Malibu, and they were all on site, and they were all in person, and it cost, you know, money to, to drive up there, and they had a company car and all of those things, right, and the gas and everything that went along with it, but now they're doing everything from Zoom from the privacy of their own home in San Bernardino, all right, and now they're not driving, and then they're not using the gas, and they're not doing the in-person and all that, are you still paying them the same? Are you still giving them the car? Are you still giving them the gas? Are you, no. So I agree with the car and the gas. But it's but I'm the, just using but, those as examples. Right, but, but total compensation is your job is here. You're not doing your job there. You're doing it from the comfort of your own home, and you're circumventing all of the things that I gave you to do your job, and you still want those benefits, but you're not doing it in the way that I hired you to do your job. 
I would say that... And I know we're getting into the business realm of this right. and people might be snoring and, and tuning us out. But I think this is important because I think it affects a lot of people, regardless of where you are. If you work from home, I think this affects childcare and all the other things. People had to people had to quit their jobs because they, they had to work at home because right. they didn't have anywhere for their children to go during e-learning. Yeah. And now they have to go back to the office and they have to completely revert back what they world. did. And now they have to... You know, the kids are going back to school. And, and so, yes, they're going back, but they have less expense. They have less, all the other things that they, they took on those extra expenses, but now they don't have them. Or they do have the expenses, and they now they need the money. The part, the, the part that changes to me is what I think is, what's the PR damage of telling someone now you're going to have to change? I think, it's, I think it's short term. You think so? I think short term. Okay. Because I think we're going to get back to a normalized, as much as possible, normalized world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already see it, right? So, you, I mean, just take the streets just locally here, suburban Chicago. Yeah. They're packed. Yeah. People are going back to work. People don't care. You go into a restaurant, nobody's wearing a mask. Right. You go into a store, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not, nobody's wearing a they mask. They identify as masked? Maybe. Or they <laughs> identify as vaccinated. Right. One of the two. Yeah. But nobody's, I mean, it's pretty much back to normal. Yeah. There are some places that you go, they still hey, wear a mask. Okay. Or I go to a client's home. Okay. Could you, could you put on a mask? Fine. No problem. But for the most part, 95% of what we do is kind of back to normal. Right. So why wouldn't everything else be back to normal? Yeah. I think we're getting away from, I think honestly, and this is an unpopular newsflash, unpopular opinion. I wish I had a button that said unpopular yeah. opinion alert. I think we're going to look at 2020 as a complete anomaly and when we look back in history, we're going to go, why the fuck did we do that? I understand people died. I understand COVID was real. I understand people got sick. Yeah. Personally, I think it was a huge overreaction to the flu. Because lawsuits. Maybe because we're a, such a litigious society. You don't it want had to, to happen. But ha- I think we took it to the end. I mean, we took it to the next level that it really you didn't need to be. You get sued for spilling your own coffee at McDonald's. Okay, that is a misnomer. So have you actually read that case? So I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. With well, men. I'm just saying. I'm I just, know, but the coffee was at a, such a temperature and there was a flaw in the actual cup that it actually scalded. It, 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 if you look at the pictures, she's actually got damage. She, all she was doing is holding the cup and then she went to drink it and it spilled everywhere. And they've actually changed the entire way McDonald's delivers their coffee to you because of that lawsuit. It changed but the how pro- fa- food, fast food people give you your coffee. Okay, now. so maybe that wasn't... People the- make fun of her. Yeah. I get it. People make fun of her. And it's and it's a good example in theory. Right. But if you actually look at it, there was a reason for that. But here's, here's how it works. It's like you can sue anyone for anything nowadays and the insurance companies would rather settle there's a there's a label on a bleach bottle that says do not ingest yeah why because somebody fucking ingested bleach right okay so, so the idea we have to we have to we as a society have to cater to the stupidest and lowest common denominator amongst us correct and that's how we live our lives now yeah right so so because the government has to take care of the lowest common denominator of person. They have to shouldn't have... Shouldn't we just raise the bar, though? And I know that's easier said than done. But shouldn't we just kind of raise the bar? And again, unpopular opinion, but you know, sometimes in the, old, in the old days, and I sound like a fucking old man, but in the old days, they just let the thin be heard, right? Like the, the, the weakest among would be taken out by the strongest. Correct, but we don't live in that world anymore. I think we kind of do, except we've gotten a. I think we've gotten really soft. 
I think that's fair. We've allowed people to get really soft because and it's of actually lawsuits. hurt society overall. Because of lawsuits. Because well, regardless of how. Yeah. I think we've just gotten soft as a society because we've allowed it. We haven't said, look, you need to fend for yourself. You yep. want everybody to take care of you? Fine. We'll take care of you with health insurance. But now they want everything. Right. Everything. People want money for not working. Right? Right. They want to just sit on employment and not work. Yeah. People can't find people to work because everybody's staying home. They're getting paid to stay home. I have That's a family. all going away September 1st. Yeah. I have a family member who said, why would I go back to my waitering job? When I make more money on this unemployment than working, yeah, that's ridiculous. But what I w- what I would say is, you know, this is kind of going on a rabbit trail for something different. But the biggest thing I hear from older generations is that millennials don't want to work. Millennials suck. You know, they don't have a work ethic. All that type of stuff. And it was, that's a stereotype. It's a stereotype for mm-hmm. sure. What what was interesting to me is just a couple of days ago I was listening to a pot. It was a, a have you ever heard the Red Table? It's like Will Smith, Jada Smith, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. They do their own podcast on Facebook. Okay. So it was Will Smith and uh, Kevin Hart. Okay. They did a they did a podcast for Father's Day talking mm-hmm. about being a dad. You know, life and tribulations. We were talking about this yesterday. Right, we we're talking yeah. about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it hit me with a ton of bricks. And he was talking about a a, a theory that's taught uh, that was about when you were a kid. And you grew up, you had life that freaking happened to you. You got burned by people. And by the way, your parent and we had a conversation we had is your parents had money, but it wasn't necessarily your money. Right. So they might have had a dollar in their pocket, but you had to work for it. Right. And and you had to go through life, tribulations, being burned by people, experiences, bullies, all the other different and things. And all of that was I mean, that was good for people to experience. It molded you to the person that you are today. It correct? toughens you up. It does toughen to life. Because life sucks. Does it? Did, did it? Was it great going through it? No. Absolutely not. But you you developed your thicker skin, who you are as a person, all that type of stuff through your trials. And it's the old adage of teach a man to fish. He fish, he eats for a lifetime. You feed a man a fish. He eats for a day. Correct. It's but the same theory. One hundred percent. But then you get married, or you have a child. And it's, I want to provide a better life for my kid than I had. And so you think back to your middle school self, high school self, elementary school self, whoever it is, because we all have that person in the back of our head that, you know, we, we try and, you know, have as a, I never want to be that person again. Cause I had that one experience that kind mm-hmm. of stops me from doing things. And you built and you build a bubble wrap around your kids because you it's want fear based though. It's you raise your children based on the fact that they're going to experience some tough times. So you never want to give them tough times. Yeah, but the problem with that is they become soft and they don't come become hardened to the world and then you let them out into the world and they get bitch slapped. Correct. They get bitch slapped because they weren't prepared for Correct. life. So whose fault is that? The parents. So all the people that are complaining about the And the child to some degree when to, they get older. But if they never knew that was ever going to happen, how is that against them? I guess what I'm saying is, and that's a great point, but once you experience being bitch slapped in the face, then you learn from it. You don't keep making the same mistake again, and you don't double down and go, but I'm soft. I can't do that. But you were never taught how to double down on it. That so, might be true. So, so, But you got to ask for help, so what's which in, people don't want to do. Right. So what's interesting to me is you know, I work with a lot of contractors, a lot of business owners every day, and what they always say to me, it's hard to find good people. The younger generation doesn't want to work as much, which again, is stereotype, whatever. 
But it's not that they don't want to work. They don't want the tough jobs. They don't want. They the want tough the jobs, jobs that co- make money come easy to because them. Because they've seen those those cushy jobs on TV. Mm-hmm. They haven't seen the guy. Everybody's an Instagram millionaire. Correct. So the idea of of tough labor, while it pays, is it pays not well. It does. It's not a a desirable job. Mm-mm. And but so they've gone through their life of being bubble wrapped. And these business owners are complaining about it, but then you, when you really challenge them on, on this theory, like, oh, shit, yeah, it's my fucking fault that these kids weren't taught the right way. Everyone gets a trophy, doesn't fucking work anymore. Mm-hmm. You see you see generations of my age who went through the, I mean, I was product of the 90s and early 2000s, right? So I'm Right, 30, when it really started. Right, when it really started. Everyone got a fucking trophy. Mm-hmm. Seventh place. Yay! Yay! But the the idea of my generation of kids uh, of, of, of parents are going back to the old school mentality of you don't get a trophy for seventh place, you get a trophy for first, second. And well, third. and and then we talked about the conversation. Bring it back to the podcast that you were listening yeah. to. I said there are other celebrities, and I think I mentioned Dax Shepard was one of them. He's yeah. mentioned on his podcast several times. Like they've got money. Yeah, like him and Kristen Bell are married, right? They've got they got a lot of money. Yeah, they got a couple dollars. He goes, I don't want my kids to grow up to be assholes. Yeah. Basically. And to think that, you know, like their money is their money, but their kids' money is their money. So now they're growing up rich and they don't know any different. So how do you stop that? How do you stop kids growing up, being wealthy, in a wealthy family, and not taking it for granted? The Okay, so I don't mean this to toot my own horn, but we do okay, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't have Alex money. Um, but what I, what I would say is my kids see the lifestyle that we have and it's, well, why can't we do this? Why can't we just do this? Mm-hmm. You can afford it. Just go do it. No. The word no comes out of my mouth as the default. As it should. As the default. My kids earn it. And so. I don't think the parents, I don't think parents these days want to say no to their children. And I've heard it. I can't say no to my little child. What are you talking about? Right. Of course you can. You can say no to your kid all day long. Right. You just choose not to. Correct. They don't want to have, they're busy. They don't want to have the bad conversation. They don't want to have the conversation. They don't want to be the unpopular mom. They don't want to be the unpopular dad. Right. Because then you got to go on. And then it goes back to, and just not to go down the rabbit hole, but then this is going back to, well, we put our kids first. Bullshit. You put your partner first. Yeah. But then you also, you know. What social media? I get I get to post that we went to the beach today. Here's my kids. Right. You know? but we all know that life is not the real life. No, no. My life. I mean, hello, Linda. We know how you really live. Right. That's not your life. If people, and when I live, you in, know, we all know that your three children are little fucking assholes. Right. I scream at my kids all the fucking day long. Right. We hear you in your house, Linda. Yeah. Okay. We know that you're not, you know, and you're screaming at your husband and your husband's unhappy. And, you know, you guys are three seconds away from being divorced. But you got that picture on Instagram and Facebook and everybody looks happy. Hashtag blessed. That's not your life. Hashtag blessed. You know, social media is a blessing and a curse. And I think it's some of the social media is for some people is the worst thing that could have ever happened to them. Well, the, the it I, allows them to live in an alternative universe. Correct. Where, where the, they get drowned by the dopamine effects of a like or a love or a you go girl or a everyone. That is the ultimate. Everyone gets a trophy. You are phenomenal. And you're being held to a standard that's impossible to live up to. Correct. Because you see it on Instagram and you see it on Facebook or you see it on somebody's Snapchat or you see it on Twitter or whatever it is, yeah. right? Or TikTok or whatever it is. And you see these people living this lifetime, but you don't know the struggle 
that they had to get there. And the, and so TikTok, you see these kids, these kids, and I'm going to use the word fronting, and I'm a 50-year-old man using yeah. the word fronting, and I understand I, yeah. you know, I, I'm not cool enough to say that. But you yeah. see these people, you know, you see these kids up there, and they're standing in front of their house going, yo, bitches, and whatever. And then the mom gets on TikTok and goes, um, Barry, uh, you know what? This is our house. Your dad and I did this, and you had nothing to do with this. Uh, come inside and do your chores. Yeah, I love those TikToks. Yeah, and because could, these kids have nothing to do with their lifestyle that they have. Everything's been given to them. Or I'm going to rent a plane for two hundred bucks and have it for thirty minutes so I can take thirty Instagram photos. They have, and I was I was telling this to Vin in a um, previous episode, and so I'll, I'll say it to you as well. Um, they have a place where you can go and rent out a studio that has a airplane. Uh, on airplane fully with all the seats and yeah. the windows and everything. And you can sit in the seats and they have, it looks like uh, out the window, it looks like they're flying over land, but it's a studio and they mm -hmm. pan out and you can see that it's yeah. it's on the ground. It's it's completely made up, but people can go there, rent it out and make it look like they're jet setting anywhere they want to go yeah. in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. The idea, and, and, and this is something that's funny. I talked to this with, about my friends who are business owners all the time. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for owning a business, would you be on Facebook? Mm -mm. No, neither would I. Nope. But what we have learned is you have to cultivate the community, mm. and so you have to become you have to be visible. You have to be visible. Mm -hmm. If you're not visible, that's great. But people don't want to hear the shit; they want to see the good. By the stuff. way, in the community, if you're a local business owner in a service based business and you're out seeing people all the time, you always have to be on. Yeah. You always have to be the guy that when you walk into a restaurant, you know that you're going to see four or five people that you know, especially if you're in a three or four town radius, because you're recognizable because you're the face of the company. Now, and so you can't have an argument with your wife and you can't have an argument with your child. You always have to be on. You always have to be pleasant. You, you can't have a bad day. That sucks Yeah, because everybody's got a phone and they can click. Oh, there you look at this video. Look at this asshole I, that parked in a handicapped spot. Right. Yeah. I own the building. Yeah, well, or I, you know, I have a truck and it's got logos on it yeah. and, you know, I go down the road and yeah, I'm recognizable. So people see me in my vehicle, which I'm working to get those logos taken off because it's actually doing more harm than good. Mm -hmm. Cause quite honestly, I'd like to be anonymous some days. What's, what's awesome for me living in California is I go everywhere in pajamas and a hoodie. Well, you do your life through zoom and a phone call. Yeah. I mean, what's well, that's what's great is like I I'm fortunate enough in my business where I can do anything anywhere if I just have a laptop. So getting it back to full circle, it sounds like to me living in California is really no different than here. It just is more awesome weather wise. And you have quite a few more restrictions just because of the state that you live in, because it's a it's a blue state, I guess now that. Yeah, I mean, they blue went to red, red went to blue, so now it's a blue state. Left coast, you know, you have, mm -hmm. it's more of the people that, if you care about politics, and you care about taxes, and you care about social causes, or mm -hmm. or not having social causes based off of whatever political view you may have, then it probably sucks. If you don't give a shit about any of that stuff, and you just want to have a good time and enjoy life, it's the best place. Yeah. The best place. But you don't have four seasons. I mean, you do some places I don't in have California. No, I, I mean, I can go up a mountain and have winter if I wanted to. Um, but you have I, access to it. I have access to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have. I and they put chains on tires in Bar in Barstow in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. They have feet of snow. Yeah. In California. So it's just a matter of 
the, the, what I would say to somebody Tahoe, is, right? You guys have Tahoe, right? Is that, is I that am, it? I'm, I'm okay. still new. I don't know the geographical map yet. That's yeah. I went to Lake Arrowhead the, you know, a couple of weeks ago. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice up in the mountains. And you're not that far from Phoenix. I'm four and a half hours. I think right. five and a half hours from, from Phoenix. Not that far from Vegas. Five hours from Vegas. Yep. So what, I mean, how people spend life savings to go to Disneyland. People spend life savings to then go. you're right there. To, to, to Vegas yep. and all that type of stuff. And I'm right there an hour away. How can you not beat that? Yeah. Now, do you spend a little bit more money on life? Yeah, you spend a couple shekels more. Yep. You save a little bit more. You do you do what you have to do. But um, you may have a smaller house or wh- or whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, it's what is your lifestyle that you want. And so if you take out politics, take out everything, it's a phenomenal place to live. Yeah. But if you're very political driven, just live in an area where it kind of fits your goal, which is kind of what we did. We found the best scenario for where we wanted to go. I think it's good for people to hear from a perspective of somebody who hasn't lived there their whole lives. You know, you're not a... You're not a commercial for it, so this is your perspective over the last year and a half yeah. of living there. So yeah. I just I, th- I thought it'd be interesting for the listeners to, you know, know that we do our podcast out of Chicago, so they hear a lot of local stuff um, yeah. from time to time. But since you were in town from California, I figured it'd be a good opportunity to sit down and uh, have a conversation about how you like California, what's different, what you know, what's different on the on the left coast versus the right coast versus the Midwest, because we're flyovers. To, I mean, let's be honest, in Chicago, yeah, we're we're one of the top five, you know, largest cities in the country, mm-hmm. but we get forgotten a lot because people are going from right to left, right to left, right to left. People, from what I gather, when I said I'm from the Midwest, nobody cared. They're like, oh, wait, welcome. Have, yeah, have, great. Have, okay. Have, right. But when I go to Orlando or go to Phoenix or go to someplace that's more conservative and I say I'm from California. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> That's that's the response that you and get, and that's and that's what we have the perception of here. Right. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, that's the whole. Pro- I'm glad you kind of wrapped it up in a nice, you know, bow for us. But that that's kind of why I asked the it's, it's question. The, it, it's truly because that's the perception here. It's truly the Midwest bias against the left coast. And what you're saying is, people in, in, on the left coast, they just don't care. No, they're too busy enjoying life. They're, listen, it's 70 degrees. I don't care about you know what's happening in Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Thanks, bud. Yeah. No Appreciate problem. Appreciate it.